It's five minutes with me. I had convinced myself that I was speaking the truth. And whether it was spoken in love or not, speaking the truth is the thing leaders are supposed to do, right? But the young woman in my office started crying and something tipped sideways in my self-analysis. This crying young woman was the third meeting in a single day all in my office where I had spoken the truth to somebody only to have them end up in tears. I'm embarrassed to admit this, but after the first of those meetings, I actually felt a rush of power, confident I was doing what leaders do. After the second, my confidence waned a bit and I had a little inner Scooby-Doo saying, huh? And on the third meeting, well, it started me on a path of change. I'd always been a leader who was willing to be vocal with my thoughts and opinions, I'm sure much to the frustration of everyone in my life. On spiritual gifts tests, I'd always scored a flat line zero in the area of mercy. Here's the silly part. I was proud of that. When I worked at a church that was going through a massive transition, I was asked to be on a transitional leadership team, and I was taken under the wing of two older pastors leading the process. They were both very naturally gifted leaders, but they had similarly convinced themselves of the strength of their weaknesses. In fact, I remember to this day the exact wording of the mentoring I received from the two of them in one meeting. They said, Marco, your lack of mercy is the strength of your leadership. Hey, that sounded good to me, embarrassing and stupid as it sounds to me today. And for the next few years, I steamrolled people left and right under the ruse of strong biblical leadership. What a misguided idiot. But that crying young woman who was my intern loosened something in me. And through divine revelation or long overdue common sense or some combination, I immediately knew I needed change. But I had no idea how to make it happen. And I was accustomed to making things happen in my world. I carefully selected two older men who I perceived as strong leaders, but also merciful. And I asked them to mentor me specifically in the areas of mercy and gentleness. At one of my first meetings with one of the guys, he stated a should have been obvious truth. I can't make myself have mercy. I can only ask God to give me mercy and then pursue a life of mercy. The other guy helped me understand something that became a framing idea for me. He said, I'll likely never score high in mercy on spiritual gifts tests, but I can still grow in mercy. This same kind of parallel plays out over all of my life. I'll never be perfect, but I'm still called to righteousness. I'll, I'll never love perfectly, but I'm still called to be loving. And these two new understandings reframed leadership and mercy for me and put me on a multi-year quest of change. I met with these mentors, I read books on mercy and the kind of leadership that was more Jesus-y than CEO-like. I journaled and I prayed and I asked friends to help me. And about two years later, yes, it took that long, I received a great double confirmation from God that I was making progress. In the span of one week, I had someone who didn't know of my quest comment to me how gentle they thought I was. I could hardly believe that someone would ever use that word to describe me. And then a few days later, one of the administrative assistants at that church told me that the other admins had a nickname for me, the Gentle Steamroller. I laughed out loud when I heard this. Yep, I still had that steamroller way about me at times. But I'm not even sure what a Gentle Steamroller would be. But I responded, hey, I'll take that. And I thought it was the best compliment I'd received in a long time. Hey, as I write this now, as I speak to you guys, it's about 25 years later. 
I'm still a merciless jerk on a regular basis, and I still am very capable of possessing the gentleness of a sledgehammer from time to time, and even capable of momentarily being proud of it. But I can see change, lots of it. I wish it were more immediate. The only thing that was immediate was my recognition of need for change. The process of change has been and will continue to be a long, slow journey of transformation. How are you changing? Which of your rough edges needs some Holy Spirit sandpaper? The Youth Cartel Podcast Network.